Konnichiwa. Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. Welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all, all things, things sumo. sumo. Hi. <laughs> you sounded kind of unexcited. All things sumo. Oh, no, no, no. I am very excited. Yeah, well, we have a really exciting episode because we have a really awesome listener. And her name is Mai. She lives in Kyushu. And she listens to our podcast We're like, and what and she took us on a grand tour of sumo lingo that's right today. and we are so excited to share some of it with you we're not going to share it all but we're going to share just the most interesting tidbits yes but now it has made me even more curious for more sumo lingo it has whet your appetite it has whet my appetite <laughs> uh, but before we get to that let's do a little News flash. All right, everyone. As far as the news goes, let me tell you that if you are a Takami Sakati fan, the internet provided this week because did it? It did. I did missed you, it. I missed it. You Whatever missed, it is. You missed him singing karaoke. Like he did what? a karaoke number. In the exact fashion that you would imagine Takami Sakari singing. I missed it. It was scream shouty singing, and it gave me everything I needed. Um, but he also said in an interview on like a like a, a talk show that he used to wrestle with the vending machine. And I was like, I'm sure that this is in the <laughs> translation. But even if it's not in the translation, I love that Takami Sakati in the translation said he used to wrestle with the vending machines late at night. He admitted he used to punch himself in the face to get himself excited at that fight feeling. Yeah. But then it I think it hurt too bad. So he switched to I'm going to punch my that's why he moved the punching down to his body. Well, that's smarter. That is smarter. Much smarter. But now we got a little look into the brain of Takami Sakari, who remains, even though he does not wrestle anymore, remains Wait. one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I have questions. Yes. His karaoke, was it as powerful yes. and like face or chest punching yes. as you would think it would be? It was a little one note, but that that's what you would expect with someone who shouts mostly. But it did, the finale of it's just finished with him screaming one word. Oh, my God. <laughs> I so, love it. So keep an eye out for that. It's great. It's trending in all of our social media. You should be able to find Takami Sakati singing. Yeah. And he's very, very passionate about send it. Send me the link. I will put it in our show notes because the world needs to see that. It does. Yeah, the world does. Um, the fall tour has started and there are seven guys who are out with injuries. Uh, so we are not seeing Takiyasu. Um, no surprise, Nishiki Fuji who had an uh, abysmal sort of tournament. So maybe that mm. does say he was dealing with an injury. Obviously, Hakuoho, Takara Fuji, Tanaka Fuji, and like uh, two others who I can't remember. But <laughs> that's why my news is always partly accurate. There's two others that I can't remember. For the biggest news, though, and this is really exciting for all of us who were cheering on the wrestlers that we know uh, because they wrestle here in the States or abroad. Everyone went to the uh, Sumo World Championships in Tokyo. And so people that we know and we've met competed over there. In the international sumo in world. In the internet. So they yeah. were wrestling people from Japan. They were wrestling people from Russia, from Ukraine. And exciting news. Uh, pew, America, pew, 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 pew. America women got a team medal. 
And on that team was Christina Griffin, Madison Gwynn, Eitan Perez, and Kellyanne Ball. And another, just a little cherry on the Sunday, was Kellyanne Ball also took home bronze in the heavyweight division. So this is like never happened before. This is history. And what happening. do you mean by that? Never happened before. Women have never meddled from America. I don't in- believe anyone has ever meddled well, somebody's from America. Been, oh, I was going to say, somebody, somebody's been meddling. Actually, no, no, no. I heard there was a, like a kid in a youth division that meddled one year. And I can't remember who that was. I just saw that on Facebook. But I don't believe anyone from the U.S. has ever meddled. This makes me so happy, though, because, you know, when we started this podcast, we were doing tournaments and we met these wrestlers, like some of these people for the first time a few years ago. I remember um, in some of the pictures that we saw, these are all people we've interviewed or chatted with. It just kind of shows you the state of like American sumo is that there's a renaissance. And I think that there's a lot of people who have been working really, really hard. They really want this. There's so much enthusiasm. And then they went over there, you know, big open hearts. What is it? This Friday? Friday Night Lights thing that I couldn't remember last week. Full Still hearts, remember. full hearts, clear, <laughs> big clear, eyes, big eyes, can't lose. <laughs> full hearts, whatever big that's eyes. clear, whatever that mantra clear. is. You're living it. You're gonna take it, take clear, it to the grave. Clear eyes, big hearts, <laughs> big eyes, o- open hearts, big big eyes, big thighs, big thighs, big lies, big thighs, big parts. That's right. <laughs> they put it all into it, and they got some medals. And so we're so proud. We're proud of every. Everyone who has worked so hard to just even get there and to qualify for this. And I'm sure everyone learned so much. They must have had a blast. I saw some of them who were doing Keiko at Takasago stable. So they mm-hmm. were there living and breathing the real sumo world that they watch on TV and they were they were the ones that were competing this time. And so it was really awesome to see people medal, make history, but also just to see the great participation from America. Congratulations to everyone who competed. Whether you got a medal or not, we're just as proud of you and um, we're cheering you on at the next tournament. Yeah, y'all inspired the hell out of me. I watched all your Facebook feeds. I saw most of the footage that you posted. It was just really, really an inspiring week to see all you guys get on a plane, guys and gals, get on a plane, go do the training, do so well. Nobody got hurt as far as I could tell. And they ate chonko. They had the whole experience. You guys, yeah. And everybody was at, I mean, there's people's pictures with Hakaho. Like there was some big time celebrities from the world that were there watching you i can't imagine i would have pissed my mawashi i would have just stared at hakaho's ears and been like i can't look i already lost i already lost this bout because i was staring at him i was staring at his ears anyway so um that is that but shall we move unless you've got any news yep let's move on into our main portion here our is main meal. our main meal, if you will. Our chanko. Our chanko. This is Mai, and you will hear her. And uh, by the way, a little bit of her story. So Mai lived here in America for uh, some years in her childhood. And then she's been living in Japan ever since. And she's been listening to us. And she heard one of her episodes not so long ago where we wanted to know more about sumo lingo. And so she hit the books and sent over via email and surprised us with this, like, what would you call it, a dossier? Basically a packet that had 
all this really cool sumo lingo in it. And since she's a native Japanese speaker and also speaks English beautifully, she sat down with us and was able to explain as best as she could to us idiots who pronounce everything incorrectly and have all the wrong ideas about half the words that we read in Japanese. She explains some of these sumo terms that are specific to sumo. So here's a clip of my giving us some information and background on some of the sumo lingo. Yeah, I think ever since we talked to Colton Runyon, we've had questions about sumo terms or sumo vocabulary, things that sumo wrestlers say that nobody else says. And we didn't get very far researching that because we didn't know where to go. We just kind of got lost in the internet. And that's where my really helped. She came to us with different books and research and helped unpack just a few terms for us. And it was a really, really interesting discussion. So I hope you all enjoy. That's right. Here's my. I'm yes. just so glad you reached out to us and remembered something that we've been talking about for ages, yes. which is this is a subject we'd like to know more about the words and the phrases that sumo wrestlers use and not everybody else does. And you even in your document, you even, you know, alluded to the conversation we'd had with Colton about yes. Colton Runyon, about how he was recognized in a restaurant for the way he said uh, thank you, or was it a greeting word, or thank thank you for the meal, something like that. And how immediately when he said that, the person at the restaurant said, "Oh, you're a sumo wrestler." So I just yes. I love I just thank you, thank you, thank you for reaching out and saying, "Hey, I have more information here," because we honestly we just ran into brick walls. We we didn't know where oh. else to look. So I would love for you to kind of go through your document with us and tell us a little bit more about what you found on each one, and mm -hmm. then I I'm sure we'll have some questions for you. So the sumo slang that you write about in here, a sumo jargon. This is not slang that most people in the Japanese public would know. Some, yes, but um, some no. Uh, I think they wouldn't know the meaning of the word oh, okay. in some cases. That's okay, that's makes, okay, that makes it even more intriguing to yes. me. Yes. And then who would know the word means they follow sumo, possibly. Exactly. Or, or they're a sumo wrestler. Right. Let's dive into these words yeah, because okay. I've got, I've, I've definitely got some questions and I'm excited. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll read them and then you can possibly say the words. And if it falls apart, then we'll just have you do it. And I, it'll probably okay. sound much better. But if, if Leslie tries to read them, you can, you can tell us if it's way off, <laughs> if it sounds remotely like Japanese or not. Perfect. Okay. I will do my best to <laughs> okay. pronounce these words, which I know I will not. Uh, all right, so you write, there are words and phrases that seem to be only used in the sumo world or has a different meaning in the sumo world. Some call them sumo lingo or sumo yugo. Y yogo. Sumo yogo. Yogo. Sumo yogo. Your listeners will definitely know some of these uh, sumo lingo already. Words such as shiko, oyakata, tachiai, Henka, Chanko, Sanyaku, Jurio, and all the sumo lingos. Wait, did we get those right? Yes. I think. Uh, yay. Okay. <laughs> yes, definitely. Now I feel very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all right. I'm okay with embarrassing myself. Some words are specific to the sumo world. For example, the greeting word gotsuan. Gotsuan. Gotsa or gotcha. Gotsuan desu. Gotsa. 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 Wow. You can see concentration on Leslie's face. Clearly, I'm not natural Japanese speaker, but that is okay. I I'm just sorry, gonna, try that again. Well, I'm like We're looking trying at, not to laugh. I'm looking at the words and I'm like, it's just not coming out of my mouth right. But I guess it's somebody who's learning a different language. See, if I was going to say thank you, I'd say arigatou gozaimasu, you know, but this is very specific to sumo. So whenever the guys are speaking in the interviews, the, the rikishi mm-hmm. in the interviews, I feel like I hear them say that. I hear yes. a lot of just she, she, oh, she. Oh, and so it's um, shortened. It, recently, it's been, seems to be shortened to chashi or she. For thank you. The gotsan evolved into chashi or she, or if that's what it said in the book. This would be so hard for me to keep up with. Sumo lingo seems to be changing too, with some words die out and some words are still staying strong. And gotsan then seem to be sometimes being shortened to chashi and she. Chashi mm. and she. Okay. She. She. Amazing. She. Okay. And you would say that word, for instance, as you write, uh, after a meal? After a meal, we, we, are, we usually say gochisou sama deshita. Okay, gochisou sama deshita. That evolved in the sumo world to gochisou. Probably gotsandes. Now, only a wrestler would say that, or would regular people say that? Uh, probably only wrestlers would mainly use that. So, if Lari but... went to Japan and she was at a restaurant <laughs> and she said yes. gotsandes, they would be like, "This lady <laughs> is nuts." I mean, they probably would have already decided that you're nuts up to that point. But uh, especially if I was with you. But if I if I was to meet someone and I said mm-hmm. she. Or chashi. Probably no one would understand. <laughs> ah, okay. No one would understand. <laughs> these, are, these are words that we're going to try to use. <laughs> okay. But sumo wrestlers um, can use these words. Right. When they say thank you to us, I'm sure they're going to be at some point in the future. I'm sure yes, they're going to be speaking sure. to us. <laughs> so I can't use well, these words. I'm bummed. Well, um, <laughs> the gotsan desu has become like, so popular that sometimes on TV... They were like after a meal jokingly, or I heard them use gotsa this. Okay, Not interesting. Popular. Yeah, meaning yeah, you probably wouldn't hear it day to day, but occasionally you might hear it as a joke. Yes. Yeah, that well, makes sense. And what about your term shop shopai? Ah, shopai. Shopai. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shopai. Yes. Well, it's in general public it means uh, like salty, but in sumo world it meaning weak. Yeah. Oh, so a wrestler would call somebody else shopai? Shopai. Shopai. Okay. But they use it kind of to hide its meaning. So it can so, be a little, yes. a bit, little of bit of a, a snarky remark, snarky. a little bit of a... Cryptic word or... Well, it that's, could that's... have double meaning because we do that a lot with our words. Well, we have we double were to many, say, meaning. If we were to say someone was salty... In the in Texas, that would mean that someone was like a little crass or a little sarcastic, sarcastic. or rough around the edges. Yeah, but it wouldn't mean. It sounds like they're saying it. it you know, means someone's weak or their sumo wasn't very good. To oh. say that it's salty, so it's interesting that it's a very different meaning. Shopai, yes. I don't ever want to I... be called that. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> 
But you did write that there are a couple of books that are dedicated to specific yes. sumo lingo. And that's what you read. And you said that there's a roughly 600 words. Yes, I oh, I tried counting, but I roughly, I, I think there were 600 words in wow. this one particular book. And you included the ones that you thought we would care about, which you were 100% correct, which yeah. is food, <laughs> money, and love. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so take us through some of those, will ya? Yes. Okay. So food. Well, first word would be, I think all, all, a lot of us would know it'd be a uh, chanko. Would you know what a chanko? Chanko. I would. I know what the stew is. We know okay. sumo. Like we know that that's what they eat every day after keiko. But is it correct that it's can be considered kind of any meal that you would yes. generally call chanko? Chanko nabe would mean Japanese stew. But I think mm. I've read that. Chanko in the summer world means like all food made by the rikishi or the hea. Ah, mm. so here's this lovely dessert. It's chanko. It's chanko. Yes. Here's this cake. This is chanko because it was made yes. by one of the rikishi. Okay. Okay. That makes because that makes perfect sense. On um on a TV show on Doskoi Ken, they had like they were showing food and they were showing French toast or like ramen. And <laughs> <laughs> it was I, guess you would call, I guess we could call it chanko. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. No wonder it's sort of confusing to all of us. Yeah. But you have some sort of expression here that means the wrestlers have endured keiko practice. So yes. please tell me about that phrase. In Japanese, it would be chanko no aji ga shimitekita. <laughs> and, and this is why I struggle this, with the language even when I was there. Okay. Can you say that again? Um, and translated, it mean, directly translated, it would mean the flavor of chanko has soaked in. Oh. That's literally what it means. Wow. So I guess that evolved into the wrestlers have endured the keiko practice, they learned its tradition, and have accustomed, have become accustomed to the sumo world. Oh, okay, the flavor of the food has soaked in. That makes sense. Okay. Now, I do like this one, the bariki, uh, bariki? Bariki, um, bariki. Because that means you, you wrote horsepower or vigor. <laughs> but also, the really funny spin on this is that it's cryptic for somebody who drinks a lot of alcohol or sake. sake and that yeah. you would call them, <laughs> you would say they're, it's basically saying their drinking spirit is strong. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So, do any wrestlers now have a strong bariki? Uh, maybe Nishkigi. Oh, I like that. He looks like he could have some strong, heavy drinking. Yes. Great. Go on with your list. I'm loving this. Okay. Um, the next word is ebisko. That in sumo terms means a to a person who eats a lot. Or Wouldn't that be everyone? I think that's me. That's the <laughs> yeah. Texan, that's me. Visco. Yes, I definitely um, eat a lot. Um, I'm suspecting this word, ebisu, is like the seven deities of fortune. Oh, and wow. um, you would sometimes see his uh, statue or picture, and he's a very plump guy with a hat and a fish in his hand, I think. So this would not be... In Enho, Enho would not, you wouldn't say that he has a lot of abis. no. He abis is abisco? He, he is abisco. He would not be abisco. 
<laughs> even though it's <laughs> okay, got it. But Chiomaru, Chiomaru. Uh, actually, <laughs> he's a perfect example for your next word. Oh, oh next word. This one I loved. Okay, uncle is yeah. a body type of a wrestler with a big belly. <laughs> <laughs> and well, probably comes from the word uncle, which is a, a deep sea kind of fish. That I'm guessing has a big belly as well. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I think, yes. So, Tokushoryu would be in that. Mm -hmm. uh, Akiseyama would be mm -hmm. Anko as well. <laughs> yes. I've been so glad to know this word because there hasn't been a word that we could think of that encapsulates this physicality. Mm -hmm. And now it's so now specific yeah. to sumo wrestlers. Yes. I am so excited to try to use this word correctly, but to try to use it now because it does describe a very certain body type within the world of sumo. They're useful words for them too, to kind of say you're this body type and you're this body type. Do you think they might also use this word to talk with each other, like different approaches to different sumo opponents that they might come up against in other words this is a move you might use against someone who's more uncle i i'm guessing but okay <laughs> i'm not in the super world so i wouldn't <laughs> i i wish i wish all, all, all the birds in this list i wish um like that sum, you can ask a sumo wrestlers and see if they really use it <laughs> yes yes i would love to uh i just looked up and it said uncle is a <laughs> high class fish called fugu which is blowfish. Oh, it's blowfish. 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 Oh, I didn't so, realize Anka was blowfish. Now we know exactly what, well, what we would call it in our language. poisonous, too. <laughs> you have to prepare it just right <laughs> in order to eat it. Right. Yes, it's Anka in the East. Moving on. We get, to, we get sidetracked. Back, sorry, my okay. sorry. Back to Sopu. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'll let you introduce next, this one. Oh, back, next bird is Sopu. Sopu. And that's an, a wrestler who's muscular and thin, and they seem to refer that those kind of wrestlers, sopu, sopugata. Sopu. Okay. Sopugata. And this um, word seems to have a really nice origin from the Edo period. It's sopu probably comes from the Dutch word for soup, and how somehow the Japanese probably pronounced it sopu. And so in the soups that they, um, chicken, uh, the, the stew, stew they make in this heya, they would put chicken stock. Are you saying, my that, oh, forgive me if I sound like a real idiot here, <laughs> but are you saying that someone might look at a thin, muscular Chiona Fuji and go, oh, now that is one bowl of soup right Ch there. Chicken soup. Chicken, chicken, bone. Oh, chicken or, bone. Chicken bone. Chicken bone. Or are you saying... <laughs> Like the word for it came from the chicken bones that were put into the soup, and they're like that person looks a little bit more chicken-like. <laughs> yeah, just the 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 that explanation seems. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that person <laughs> looks, looks like a more like bone. a chicken bone. I like it. Sopu, sopu. Okay, so the next words maybe about money, and money tends to have a lot of cryptic words, and the first word for money would be. Kome. Kome. Kome Kome or okome. That, that's, as you know, um, rice in Japanese. Mm -hmm. So, but it's in sumo world, it means uh, money or allowance. So give me my kome. 
That makes sense because they were throughout time, they were paid in rice for winning. So, and the rikishi would put, uh, would change it into money. So, oh, and they still get paid in rice. So, you change it into money? Yes, I think in the Edo period, they would would sell their rice. If you have so much rice, oh, yes. you could sell some of it and then get some oh. cash for that. And then you've got plenty of rice because you, when you, maybe you're winning a bunch of times. So you oh. get a bunch of rice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So the second word would be honeori. And the kanji would yeah. be just to break a bone. And generally in the public, it means to experience hardships or ex- hard experiences but in the sumo world it turned into like a reward or like getting gratuity or but it makes sense because in the sumo world you are oftentimes rewarded for experiencing hardship fighting through mm-hmm. hardship mm. uh, working around hardship so the idea that there is a reward to be gained within a hardship seems to be a perfect match for the sumo world Yes, I don't know. Do you see it similarly? Uh, yes, I see it similarly. I'm fascinated by how it's evolved. It would make sense that they've worked so, so hard and so they get the reward for the hardships they've experienced. Right. The next word, tera. Uh, tera means uh, take someone's money that was supposed to, that another person was supposed to have. So stolen <laughs> money or goods. <laughs> Is <Yeah. it> tera. <laughs> <laughs> like someone takes your money it'd be like stolen goods it's hot yeah 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 um, i yeah, imagine so I wonder what makes it particular to sumo why would they come up with their mm. unless we're starting to get oh. down right and we're <laughs> down a match, dark match yeah. fixing yes. right yes. that that might be part if we're talking about dark money here that's changing uh, I, hands in the sumo world I, I think that's related because um going back to teta i've read the origin might be like Tera Sen. And Tera Sen is like Tera is um, temple. And Sen would be uh, money. I think people used to gamble in the Tera, in, in the temple. Or <laughs> they would, the Tera would, be, would provide a place for them to gamble. And oh, that's... it provided protection. I see. Interesting. So this word. Terra is more like a temple, like the it's it's strangely similar to the word for temple, Otera. Okay. This is just one of the theories, though, because all in all right. of this, it'd be like they would the book would explain it seems to or um, might come from or <laughs> theory has right. it. Or There's a little bit of if or maybe or perhaps, so it's nothing's concrete. But the next three words that you have were my favorite <laughs> words. Okay, because <laughs> I want to know. I could do a whole episode on this because I don't know anything about this. Okay. Uh, the first word would be hoshi. 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 And hoshi is a sumo lingo for win or loss. And hoshi mm-hmm. means star. So in the general public, it means star. But in the sumo role, it means a win or a loss. But it's also sumo slang for a woman or a a lover because <laughs> <laughs> you want a woman like you want a girl you want you saw, you, know, you, you, saw. You, you scored you scored <laughs> with somebody yes. 
Uh-huh. Is that true, Mai? Is that true? Uh, it seems to be like that. And <laughs> Do you hear people use that term? Like... Oh, no, no, not at all. Okay, so if you walked into a sumoheya and somebody came up to you and they were like, hey, pretty lady, will you be my hoshi? <laughs> or that would be a loaded question. Or, or probably the rikishi might look at a woman and be like, oh, there's a hoshi. <laughs> Got it. Got it. There's oh, a hot guessing, little hoshi, hot little hoshi over there standing <laughs> by the... Standing I'm by guessing the, this uh, is all imagination, though. Of yes, course, of, of course. course. But that's where we live most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But if if you are in a stable, in a heya, and you hear someone, you see someone look over at you, and you hear that term, it could be a great could opening be, line. Right. could be a great yes, could, evening for you. Okay. It could be. Yes, but you wouldn't want to say it. You you would know that that's only amongst wrestlers. Yeah. They're the ones who say that. But if you overhear it, things You'd be are like, looking Did good. Did someone call me a star? Well, yes. <laughs> Which means I the, am a win. The next one really uh-huh. is fun for me. This is the one okay. I want to be called. Kimboshi. And as you know, it's uh, when a lower-ranked wrestler defeats Yagosuna. But in sumo slang, it means a beautiful woman. <laughs> And I mean, mm-hmm. this one makes perfect sense. I mean, she's a total kimboshi. She's like, kimboshi. I'm batting out of oh, my yeah. league here. She's other another level. That's the fun stuff. Yeah. Okay, the next word is my absolute favorite. Okay. Kubinage. And it's one of the re- uh, winning techniques. Kimarites. Mm-hmm. It'd be when where one wraps the opponent's head in the arms and turn him, throw him down. Mm-hmm. That's what's it's usually meant in the sumo world but it's also sumo slang for sex <laughs> so they've been up to a what's that couple gonna do now they're up to some serious kubanage right now y'all get your own room you're they're gonna be kubanage and all night long <laughs> i thought ryujin was practicing his kubanage like i thought he was just working on that one move for months and months and months. Oh yeah, with that with yeah. the woman that he spent yeah. time with over twenty five times. Now you I know, know who also has been doing some kubinage and it's not helping him is Koto Shoho because our newlywed. His results have clearly his, his record is not showing, but he's he's been a little preoccupied with kubinage. I'm sure. So we have we will definitely be using that slang from here. <laughs> Till the end of time. <laughs> but it is it is the one, yeah, where you wrap the opponent's head in their arms and throw them really and, and throw them down. Yeah, it looks dangerous. <laughs> so it's yes. a very specific kind of kinky. But kinky you gotta plan. get real close. <laughs> yeah, you do have to get very intimate yeah. in Kubanage. And it makes perfect sense. It does. You throw yeah, throw them down and you go down on top of them. It, yeah. Yeah, it works. But the kanji means head throw, and that's I think really particular. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, translation and, and how it came to be. They could have chosen a, I mean, a frontal crush out as they could sex have, no, but they didn't. They chose head throw <laughs> or a kuri dashi. They could have chosen any, right? <laughs> but push they, out from behind. That's right. They did, they not. did not. They chose. They went for a good old fashioned <laughs> head throw because yeah. But you have a a list here of different books different things that you've found more information on the idea of sumo lingo here mm-hmm. grand sumo words dictionary i had no idea that was out there in the world oh yes uh, i found two books 
or a dictionary. And I found recently, I found another book, which I will send you the title of. It had all hiragana in it. The, the I didn't even、one. know that there was a list of sumo terms on the Isagahama stable website, but I really appreciated you、yes. sending that to me because I spent some、mm -hmm. time on it. So on the Isagahama site, it will say something like, become an octopus. <laughs> that means to be proud and、yes. become a ten tengu, but I'm like, what is a tengu?、Yes. Like that doesn't make that doesn't help me. <laughs> it's like I needed to see it half in Japanese and half in English. So、mm -hmm. maybe you could maybe you could help and explain what a term like that means. Become an octopus. How what tengu would be like? Become so proud of yourself in a really negative way, and it's like. You're too proud of yourself. So, is there a English、oh, word for that? No, there's, there's not. But I love that. So, what's the Japanese word then for to become an octopus? Omoi agaru. Okay, to be proud, become oh, like an octopus. Oh, it says in Google, it's like big-headed. Oh, now that yes, conceited. conceited. Yes, that makes sense. Oh, like an octopus has a big head. Duh. Oh, oh okay, got it, got it, got it. We were thinking tentacles. Here. Yes,、we、I was thinking, thinking about arms, the eight, the eight legs, but it's the Enormous head. Oh yeah! Like here's another one. The Japanese word for to fight means to defeat Kotenpan. But I'm like, what、uh, is Kotenpan? Like, like beat up Kotenpan. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beat him up so they can't move. One or... of my favorites was.、Um, My ears are excited. That's what a sumo wrestler might say when his ears get rubbed and they swell and they get deformed because of intense oh, practice.、Yes. Oh yeah, we call that the cauliflower ear. But what is that called in Japanese when their ears are kind of messed up from all the sumo? Yeah, yeah. I think we also call it the cauliflower ear too. And I've heard it. Oh, you do. It was like gyoza. Do you know gyoza? The food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what a gyoza.、Maybe. It does look like a gyoza. Oh my goodness! It now I can't unsee that. He's got gyoza ears. Is there another term that you've come across that you particularly love or are confused by? Um, there's one word that we might we can add in, um, regarding love, and it's called um, osashimi. Sashimi. You, you know what is do you, if the food sashimi, the raw fish. Yeah, sashimi. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. it seems to be a sumo slang for kiss. For、oh. a kiss. <laughs> I recently found a that sashimi. 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 That's actually really cute. How do you ask someone to kiss you as a a, a sumo wrestler to kiss you? A sashimi desu ka? Sashimi desu ka? Sashimi koshi desu ka? Do you want to kiss? They would probably be like, I don't know what you're asking me. Wait, wait, wait! I want to hear it again because、yeah. we were interrupting you. Sashimi or sashimi ga hoshi desu ka? I don't know. I want to kiss. I want. I want to kiss. I want to. I want to kiss. Oh well, that makes sense. I mean, if I said that to a sumo wrestler, would that work? <laughs> I don't know. They'd be like, "You're not a wrestler. Why are you using that term?" But if he said it to you, then you'd be like,、uh, "Hell yes, I'm going to give like, you." I understood that. I'm going to give you a kiss, please. That's great. But is it because it's like raw fish? Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know、uh, the wetness of it. The wetness of the raw fish. Like what? How did they get there from、uh, sashimi to kiss?、Uh, That's a mystery too. Maybe the texture. I don't know. <laughs> the text. Yeah. Well, maybe the texture or how it's. Yeah. 
So if someone, if there was someone out there that wanted to know more, we could point them in the direction of these two books mm -hmm. that you've recommended. We could point them to the Isagahama website. Is there, an, mm -hmm. I think you had a Wikipedia list on here. Is there another <laughs> place that we could point them? There's not much. I couldn't find a lot of English resources, but yeah. if you Google uh, sumo yogo in Japanese, you'd probably mm -hmm. get some lists. Right. it at least give give us some, some sort of an idea because there's, there's always going to be some ambiguity when it's translated by Google. It's going to be like half the explanation, but half correct. So we've been able to figure out in time half Google translations. <laughs> so I believe in us. And maybe if we all unite us English speakers who use Google Translate Me, we might become be able to come up with a, a definitive uh, dictionary of, <laughs> of sumo terms and how it makes sense to us. But my, you are such a sweetheart for spending time with us tonight and, uh, and uh, helping us understand this really intriguing side of sumo that I didn't know anything about. Oh, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. It was such an honor. Oh my goodness. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's an honor pleasure. for us. Mine. <laughs> We're such idiots. Of, <laughs> I've been a fan of your um, sumo kaboom for so long and I just wanted to help out or I was thinking of a way to help out and I just listened to your past episode and I thought, oh, is this, there's somebody who wants to learn about sumo yoga and Aww, it seemed yeah. to, you know, it was a couple of months ago, probably six or nine months ago. So I thought mm, maybe I could help and I'm glad you just gave me the chance to send you the document and talk and thank you so much. Thank you, Mai. That was so incredible. I have so many more questions. I have so many. I Now I want to take an even deeper dive into this. And especially about finding out the even more kinky stuff with the wrestlers and their language. <laughs> That's what I'm real interested in. And I want a wrestler. I want to do two things when I make it to Japan. I want to sing karaoke with wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Then I also want to get a sashimi. I want to get a sashimi from a mm. from a wrestler. I, I want to be kissed by a wrestler. Oh, okay. Or well, I want him to offer me some sashimi, I, and I'm not talking about the fish. I would just be happy if a sumo wrestler called me his kimboshi. And then you might kubenage him. Mm, that'd be... <laughs> A real special sumo wrestler for that. If it was Hakko, but you probably would. I don't know. I can't say until the moment lands. <laughs> well, all right. That is it for this week. We'll be back at you next week with who knows what we'll be bringing you. Something interesting, hopefully. But yeah. I am Leslie. I'm Laurie. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>